Welcome to the Warrior Women Show. I'm your host, Raina Patan. I'm an international human rights lawyer and founder of Empower Beyond Boundaries. Two years ago, I embarked on my journey to rediscover myself. It is through this journey I recognize the power of my mind to heal and transform. But it is also through this journey that I discovered the warrior woman within me. I have gone on to create the life that I always envisioned and through my experiences, I recognize that I, along with many other warrior women, are paving the way for future generations. Join us every week for inspiration, healing, motivation and total elevation. So here's to celebrating women paving the way. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Warrior Woman Show. I have here today with me one of Empower Beyond Boundaries team members, Alexandra. Please join me in welcoming her. Hi Alex. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm excited to finally be on. I know, right? We have been talking about bringing um, you on the mm-hmm. podcast for a while and you're going to do your own show, uh, yes. which I'm really excited about as yes, well. Yes, I'm excited as well. Yeah, that's coming up. That's going to be sometime in a few weeks or so, maybe next week. But yeah, we're in, we're in the process of making that happen. So yeah, I'm very excited for that one as well. Yeah, absolutely. So let me quickly introduce um, Alexandra. She has studied criminology and um, she is of a really diverse ethnic background. She's Greek, Armenian and Russian. Mm -hmm. And um, Alexandra has been uh, working with me for over a year now. She interned with me back when I was at the law firm and now she's Mm -hmm. with Empower Boundaries. So she's traveled across the world lived in so many different countries what an amazing human being you are <laughs> thank you Rena. you always you always know how to make it sound good <laughs> i do find that fascinating um but you know really i wanted to bring alex on today because we were chatting about something earlier and i thought this is this is something we need to bring to the limelight and it's mm-hmm. really about the challenges that young people face when it comes to the transition between leaving university and finding a job Mm -hmm. right and this is something you're experiencing as well yes so i graduated back in 2020 so just you know the past year and i've just been you know at home i think a lot of people are in this position where they graduate and they don't really know what to do so they move back home with their parents you know they have to adjust to this new life you know they've been at uni for these three four years and then all of a sudden they're thrown back to their old life and their parents home and they just kind of figure out what they want to do with their lives what kind of jobs they want to pursue and it's a lot and i think it's difficult because it doesn't really get spoken about a lot i feel like we talk a lot about you know university like what happens during those three years but then no one really talks about that in between part like people talk about yeah when you get your job and all that but no one really talks about like the you know the in between part between 
you graduating and then you getting your first job, which I think is interesting and I think it should be discussed a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. And you are right to say actually no one no one talks about that in between phase and how difficult it can actually be because the last time you left home, you just became an adult and then you've gone and you've been away for 3 or 4 some people 5 years and then you move back home with your family and you are a grown mm-hmm. I'll put it in quotes adult yeah and you're figuring out how to transition back into life with parents and family mm-hmm. but also figuring out where you want to go next and I think that whole phase can be quite challenging to maneuver Mm-hmm. Yes, it's definitely it's a very very big struggle. And maybe that's why people don't talk about it because people usually don't tend to talk about struggles and all that. Yeah. But I think it is definitely because obviously you have your one side to it, which is you know the whole applying and trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and getting a job and the pressure you know of getting into job and all that. But then you also have the other side of it, which is readjusting back to living that life of being at home, but now you're an adult, so you know you have different mindset you have different experiences so yeah i think it's it's a very thing hard thing to adjust to yeah absolutely and you know what i also think the reason um a lot of young people don't talk about it is because we live in a social media validation culture mm-hmm. and talking about an imperfect life right and putting that in quotes literally an imperfect life is not mm-hmm. normalized right we want that oh yeah that sense of perfection and like we have it all together and you see everyone around you doing the same so you think mm-hmm. they have it all together and yeah know, you feel like i can't talk about this because maybe it's embarrassing for you maybe you're ashamed about it and i'm glad we're talking about it today because there's nothing to be ashamed about these are real life experiences and i've i've been through that myself i remember when i graduated um and i did my masters there was a, about a 6 to 8 month period Mm-hmm. actually found um a job right yeah yeah i think like you said it's the whole social media thing i think we spoke about this briefly once a couple of days ago i don't know if you remember we were talking about how like the whole social media nowadays kind of makes you think that you have to have everything together by like your early 20s and it is pushed by i would say it's mainly pushed by like um influencers who you know they obviously make money off like brands and advertising and all that type of stuff and because you know that that's a those are good paying jobs and you know they get a lot of money so they're able to live all these like, lavish lifestyles yeah. they post about it and then people their age look at it and think oh i feel so bad why am i not there why don't i have these cars why don't i have these clothes why am i not able to go on a holiday five times a year Yeah. you know and they and it's normalized and it makes you feel like they're behind and they're doing something wrong because they're not on that level which is pushed yeah. by the influencers which is basically all we see when we log in you know yeah yeah it's it's literally like how it, i always call it like a plugged in culture right we live in a plugged in culture from the moment mm-hmm. we wake up to the moment we sleep we're plugged in so it's it's so much of it is normalized on a phone and through our experiences and then living in the reality of it all in the day to day it becomes quite challenging when you are faced with you know like plenty of you know job rejections that you don't hear back from interviews and um you don't even you know i remember going through a phase where i didn't even get to interview stages mhm yeah 
Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking about this. I remember when I first um, started using LinkedIn. I don't know how active you are on it. I'm not really that active. Like I, I never really post, but mm-hmm. I do go on it quite a lot for my job searching because I do find it, that it's actually one of the best platforms to yeah. job search just because of their um, system where you can filter different um, like entry-level jobs and all that. I find a lot of other job searching systems don't have that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's why I like using LinkedIn because I feel like it's the best one for that for kind yeah. of narrowing down exactly what kind of job you want but anyways yeah so when I first started using I really liked it and I would go on it for hours and I would scroll and I would find and I would add people you know grow my community network all that and then the more I started using it I started realizing that LinkedIn is literally just like any other social media site which honestly is kind of crazy to me even though saying it because you would never think LinkedIn and networking side yeah. is toxic. Yeah. It is. It is very yeah. toxic. Surprise me. I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but yeah, I've noticed that it has a very toxic culture of people. I don't want to use the word showing off, but definitely, you know, kind of showing off their achievements and only talking about the positive things that are happening, never the struggle, and I think that does kind of play into like the whole mindset of like I have to have everything together because look at these people, look what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what, I can completely agree with you on that because, you know, before Empower Beyond Boundaries, I was offline. I literally, I say I was off the radar because you couldn't find anything about me, mm-hmm. and I remember I did have a LinkedIn page, and um, you know. I won't I can't name names but you know a particular law firm that I worked for wanted me to post literally everything I did on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and I remember the marketing team saying I said well I, it's, it's really not me because at that time I wasn't online I didn't feel comfortable with mm-hmm. sharing my work and yeah. I remember them saying well Reina this is what people buy into you have to make it very flamboyant you have to sell you have to sell yourself you have to sell um the dream and i'm like you know it's it's not even about that mm-hmm. but i think for a lot of um people linkedin is one a way to market themselves but two also a way to market companies right mm-hmm. You're working for companies that offer services well people do go on your LinkedIn to check it out so if they're seeing great things after great things about all the work you're doing well they're more likely to want to work with you plus your company so there's like a double-edged sword there Mm -hmm. right and you know even with LinkedIn I think there are really great aspects and you can connect with a lot of people and you know it's a great place for professionals but it's also that place where you got to be wary because um, mm-hmm. it, it people make it seem a lot more than what is true yeah. to I, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, another thing I also wanted to add whilst you're saying is, you know, the working environment is changing as we speak and the mm-hmm. last year has been such a shift. So I think for a lot of young people that have graduated last year and that are going to graduate this year and maybe even next year, um, will bear the brunt of the pandemic in, in a way because the dynamics of work and, and that environment are changing. So it's really about also recognizing that we need to adjust to a new way of working, a new way of living, and that may come with its own challenges, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think the pandemic has definitely affected everyone, but I would say recent graduates 
specifically just because obviously we don't have any experience any professional work experience for the most part at least i mean we have some things here and there some of us but a lot of us don't really have much and i think it's extremely difficult going to the job market and going on the job search and looking for all these roles and knowing that you're not only competing against now people your age who have the same amount of experience as you but then you're also competing against people who have graduated a couple years ago and you know have lost their jobs because of the pandemic and now they've gone back on the job search and now you're not only competing against people who just graduated you're competing against them and I think that just kind of adds to the difficulty which you know it was already hard as it is but now it's just made it even more difficult because um there's just more people you know looking for things and I think that does get to a lot of people's head is thinking oh my god like you know it's the pandemic there's so many people who are like lost their jobs um yeah and they just I think it gets really hard for a lot of people to deal with that yeah yeah I can imagine and you know one thing I remember we spoke about as well as you know um I had mentioned uh to to you that why did you look for a remote job because there are lots of jobs that are remote and you know you said you want to have the experience of going to an office and Mm -hmm. having that real um I'm going to put it in quotes again but real life job experience and you know for someone that's just graduated if that's something you want of course that's something that is um a beautiful life experience to be able to have to go to work Mm. with co-workers and it's not the environment that most of us are operating in so i can imagine that's quite challenging in itself right Mm -hmm. i think so yeah i think obviously everyone's different i think some people enjoy the whole working from home aspect because you know it's more casual it's more easy going it's more laid back you get to do what you want to do it's not you know you don't have your certain working hours or you have to be at the office and all that I think personally for me, I would say I definitely do prefer the idea of going to the office just because I'm very much, I like routine. When I don't have a routine, I feel like I become very disorganized and I just kind of go all all over the place. But with having a schedule, I find I enjoy, you know, going to the office, you know, you have your hours, you have your lunch break, and then you go back to work, and then afterwards you come home, you can just rest. I think it sets more of like a separation, you know, from yeah. you have your home life and then you have your work life, so yeah. you have a better balance. Yeah, and I think it's important to recognize that because you're probably not the only one. I think there are a huge number of people that have enjoyed working from home and working remotely, and then there are lots of people that do need that social interaction and they need to go to work and they need to have their own desk space and you know feel like they're in an office space Mm -hmm. so i think it's you know that that shift is there as well and that's not to say that there's no jobs available for anyone there's there Mm -hmm. are plenty of jobs remotely and i think if you're listening to this and if you're a young person that's struggling with this if you know yourself and if you know you are someone that can work remotely go online Go on Facebook, on LinkedIn. There are so many remotely available jobs. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that is if you are someone that does enjoy working um, in an office space like Alexandra, then it's just about recognizing that and recognizing that, yes, it's a changing environment and there's a changing dynamic that there's a dynamic that's happening right now that may not be best suited to your needs but there, there will come a time when we will start going back into the office space again. So mm-hmm. it, it's, I guess, 
having that balance you know yeah definitely i think i heard somewhere also that because of the pandemic a lot of companies have realized that their employees can actually do the job just as good from at home and this has all happened because of the pandemic you know mm-hmm. they're forced to work from home a lot mm-hmm. of companies have realized that the it can happen just as good as their employees working from home so now they're offering options for their employees to stay at home and continue working from home or like have flexible hours where some of the hours that it can be from home and some of them can be from the office yeah. and they said this was all realized once the pandemic hit and lockdown happened and um they had to work from home and they realized they said oh you know what actually a lot of these jobs you don't actually need to be in office because you know you're on the computer the whole day anyway so you don't really need to come in and then for meetings you can have the meetings you know over zoom so yeah which i think that's quite interesting that we've able we've been able to realize this something has i'm guessing something positive has come out out of this yeah yeah absolutely yeah definitely i've heard the same you know there's lots of companies that are actually giving options for when people do go back into the work um, force uh to either work remotely some days to come mm-hmm. to the office yeah. there's that flexi option and mm-hmm. you know it works really well for people that have um children because you know a lot of parents have struggled even before um you know before the pandemic with childcare after after school and balancing that with work lives it has benefited a lot of people in many ways you know yeah yeah definitely so i think i mean there has been good sides to this i mean there has been that many good sides but i feel like this is one of the good sides that has come out of it in regards to job seeking and employment in general yeah definitely and you know there are people that are still getting jobs in the midst of a pandemic mm-hmm. Yeah, there are still jobs available. I think it's really about finding the job that's right for you. Mm-hmm. No, there is definitely a lot of jobs just because even from my own personal experience, um, looking at the jobs, you know, I have my notifications on for certain jobs, and there's new ones coming in like literally every day, which is crazy. I didn't, I didn't, I don't even know how that's possible, but there's new ones coming in literally every day, and then obviously they have a deadline, so those positions get filled up, and then new ones come in, so. Wow. There's there's a lot a lot of jobs and I've seen loads of my friends get jobs throughout this whole pandemic time so they're definitely out there. Yeah, they definitely are. I mean, I want to come and talk um uh Alex about mm-hmm. um a dynamic shift for you as well because you graduated with criminology but the job that the job that you want to look for is very different because after you graduated and you came and started working for Empire Boundaries you realized you wanted to do something very different yeah and i mean i want you to share about that because i think a lot of people feel like if you graduated in one thing you have to find a job in that thing and you must stick to it even if it doesn't resonate with you after you graduate but mm-hmm. the truth is that you know you change life changes things happen and it's okay to make that shift so what's that been like for you mm-hmm. I mean it's definitely been a process. It's definitely been a journey. It wasn't something that I just knew straight away. You know, as soon as I graduated, I knew oh, this isn't something I want to do. I kind of had had it always in the back of my mind that like oh, I'm not sure criminology is, you know, somewhere I want to find a job in that area, but I did kind of think oh, what else can I do? But I didn't know because the thing is with our course in our university was that they didn't really 
tell us many other options outside of criminology they would only say like a couple options within criminology which is just like you know youth work probation services police services yeah services all that and outside of that they literally didn't say anything else so those are my options but you know i don't want any of them yeah i kind of started looking around slowly to more and more options you know i started going more on the like legal stuff the law side and i was like but most of the legal stuff is like you know you need a law degree and I, like, I don't have a law degree and i could go and you know do a master's in law but i'm not sure if i want to do that and and i don't want to you know spend so much money doing something that i'm not positive to actually want to do or not uh-huh. so there was that side of me and then you know i started working for empower beyond boundaries and i started doing all the communications work the digital work you know creative consulting creating content marketing and i realized you know what i think i'm actually not only better at this but i'm definitely also more interested in this as well yeah so the more i started looking into now that wow there's actually a lot of jobs going for sort of these sort of things and yeah i actually have experience now for this yeah so why not look into it you know and it's crazy how these things happen because obviously if you would have asked me while i was working i mean while while i was still studying let's say in my third year, I would have never said, oh yeah, I would be applying to communications or digital communications role now because I was like, how, how would I be able to? I don't have any experience, you know? Yeah. Maybe how things work out in a few months time now, like my mindset has completely changed and I'm looking at something completely different. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And you know, you, you got to try different things. And it's funny because, you know, you coming in and doing all the content creation the communications work here it was just by chance right mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah you had never done anything like it but you took to it you had so many ideas and you have managed all of it with with such ease so it's really like something that i can see and, and you know all of us um can see that you really do enjoy doing it so i think you have to try different things sometimes especially when you don't know what you want to do to see whether you enjoy something or you don't and if you don't then at least at least you went there you tried it you probably gained some skill from it but then what happens if you do well that you've had an awakening and you know where you want to go right mm-hmm. yeah i think it's hard to know what you want to do just with having a degree because i think a lot of these degrees yeah don't necessarily link to a job some of them do of course but other ones they don't like obviously if you're studying law then the obvious path would be to become like a lawyer but other jobs like criminology they don't really have a direct path so i think the good thing about that it kind of gives you the opportunity and the chance to you know explore and try other things and i think that this is one tip that i do have to anyone who is you know currently looking for jobs i would say try to and broaden your skill set so kind of like what i'm doing is sign up for an internship, sign up for volunteer opportunities, try to find volunteer opportunities or internships that are outside of what you would normally go for. So maybe something that's not related to your degree because you might start doing that and then you might realize, wait, like I actually really want to do this and I'd rather pursue that. Yeah. Instead of something related to my degree and now I also have experience doing that as well. So I'm more likely to get a job. You know, it's like, yeah, it's good good on both ends. That's really, really great advice. And, you know, 
there is there is this thing of having it all figured out but you may not i will also say that you know what i don't think any university degree prepares you for real life workforce mm, they definitely don't yeah um, definitely. you know i i i did a law degree and i and i went the full shebang and i did a masters and you know i went and i got my license to practice after and um nothing nothing prepared me for real life because real life is not textbook Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's with any degree we learn so much theory, but the actual skill sets we need, um, mm-hmm. we we don't learn, right? Interacting mm-hmm. with people, confidence, how to speak, how to network, all these things we just never learn. So mm-hmm. there are things beyond what university can teach you, which you'll only get with practical, you know, experience and and trying new things. You know, like you said, Alex. Mm-hmm. When you're saying that, it reminds me of um, one of the workshops that we're having later on in the year, the Unleashed yeah. Inner Beyonce workshop. I was thinking that's exactly what we're going to talk about in that workshop is the whole idea of, you know, skills that we're meant to learn, like networking and all that we're meant to learn in our childhood or we're meant to be taught in school, but we never were. And yeah. then, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Unleash Your Inner Beyonce workshop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's on the 9th of August. So if you're listening to this, put this in your calendar. But I also thought of, you know, the, the workshop on how to adult 101 because mm-hmm. there's so many things that we're not taught, right? Um yeah. when it comes to adult life, like even this transition phase that you're going through and how to how to manage and cope through that and transition into actual adult life through your 20s is something that, you know, there are things behind that 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 no one teaches us and and neither does university mm-hmm. yeah yeah that one too i actually forgot about that one but no now you're saying yeah. that one's out i would say is even more fitting to what we're talking about exactly. now yeah that's on the 14th of june so if you're listening to that and you, you want to attend it it's a free workshop we're doing so head over to the website i'll put a link down below where you can register for it and and get more details um but i think this is really good and i'm going to wrap up with some tips that we can give people you've already given one really great tip which is to try different new things apply for internships especially when you are at university i think get your internships in then right mm-hmm. it oh, definitely bit, yeah it may be a bit difficult managing with the workload but it is possible and i think mm-hmm. that's something that helped me a lot is i got a lot of internships in whilst i was at university mm-hmm. um but i'll say you'll regret if you don't if you if yeah. you wait until you graduate you'll regret it i'm telling you now you will regret it if you you know finish it doesn't matter what degree grade you get in your university if you come out and you have no experience you'll understand why it's a big mistake then because all jobs they ask for experience they don't i mean they ask for a degree degree grade as well but that's not their main focus their main focus is the experience so if you come out and you have nothing you'll definitely see why it's bad so try as hard as you can to get anything even if it's volunteering just try and get something yeah absolutely and there's loads of companies that have intern programs and yes the competition is tough uh, now but i will always say that if you put your heart and mind into something you, it it will happen you will get it mm-hmm. and you know just my tips for this is one not to give up and and don't feel like you need to have it all together and all figured out in your early 20s you know your early 20s are the time when you'll make mistakes when you'll learn you'll grow you might apply for jobs that you don't like you might apply for jobs that you do like but i think the most important thing is to really know yourself because i think a lot of young people apply for jobs 
just to have a job. And what happens is you get stuck in that rut through your 20s and then you come into your 30s and you realize, hey, I don't even like doing this. And I've spent all this time doing this job that I don't like or being in this career field that I don't like. I think important to just get to know yourself and do something you enjoy because you spend so much time at work. You mm-hmm. want you want to do something that you're going to enjoy. It's going to be fun. Like Alexandra's figured out, she loves digital communication. She loves content creation. And so she's going to apply for jobs like that because that's what's going to give her joy and happiness. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and believe in yourself. Believe in yourself that you can do it. That's really my advice for you all. Yeah, I would say definitely try and apply meaningfully. And what I mean by that is, apply for things that you actually care about because it's going to show in your application for the things that you don't care about you're just doing it because you know you want to find a job as fast as possible you're desperate you're starting to panic it's going to show in your application they're going to be able to see that you don't actually want this that you're not really passionate and they're you're not going to get it so apply for stuff that you actually like read through the description search the company see the search them up on linkedin see what kind of people work there see if that's the kind of environment that you want to be in and apply for that and um, they'll be able to see they'll be able to see that you actually researched and you actually want to work for their company rather than you just applying because you panicked and you know you want to find something really quickly so i would say instead of spending your time applying as many things as possible i'll say apply to less way less and instead just take your time and plan for the ones you actually like instead of you know quantity quality over quantity yeah yeah absolutely intention is everything and as someone that actually looks at at applications now i can tell when someone's just applying to apply um or when someone's applying because they genuinely care about the cause and what we are about right you Mm -hmm. can absolutely see that so that's that's really good advice that alexander has given you all um but this is really great um alex thank you so much um for sharing and for coming on and i'm excited for your podcast in a couple of weeks so you guys check it out and if you're not following us on instagram follow us on instagram you'll be able to communicate with alexandra directly she manages our instagram page and um, join us on Facebook and mm-hmm. be sure to, to register for our workshops, our free workshops. Okay.